We bless the Lord this morning for a beautiful time to be able to share with you. Before we begin, I ask Olivia to allow me to still these few seconds to join everyone who's celebrating Father's Day to also say um, just a, a happiest Father's Day to all of you fathers out there, all of fathers I know that have made a huge impact on my life, my parents, including my brothers and all those father friends that I know and love. Happy Father's Day. I also wanna take this opportunity to just also celebrate my husband, the man who embodies all that is to be a father, a man who I love and for some of you I have shared the story of how I really came to understand the love of a father, the love of God through the love that Olivia has shared with me. And every time I have to, I think about that, every time I, I celebrate him, it brings me to tears, but he's, he's a man that I cannot imagine how life would be if he wasn't there. So happy Father's Day. Thank you. I'm also blessed to be able to stand here beside him to bring the message on today's special day. So I'm happy that you are here listening with us and that you'll be patient through these uh, uh, two speaking and two languages as we bring the message. So be blessed with us. Happy Father's Day and stay blessed. Thank Amen. you. Amen. Amen. Oof. Arakoze cyane nandi muri makanya kokushima ndetse nifuriza mwese abazeyi babagabo umunsi mwiza imana ibahumugisha Thank you very much um, I also take this time to wish you a happy fathers day and pray that God bless all of you Um uyu munsi no muso dasanzwe Today is a special day that we are celebrating a lot of things and we're also facing a lot of issues. Uh, uh, For all of you who know, today is a day that the world dedicated to celebrating a refugee day, World Refugee Day. Uh, there's so many things that bring people to be displaced, to become refugees from their own homes. And those many reasons are the reasons we are here today as well in this country. Um, so it is not easy for me to have something to tell you today or to bring a message to you, but I praise the Lord who gives us a word. Um, Ibihe turimo muri iki gihugu bijanye 
You also know about the issues of racism that's going on in this country. Some of us, if we look back in our stories, it is a daily life. It is an ongoing issue that we face. Um, when God opened the doors for us to come into this beautiful country, um, for us, we had thought that this will be a paradise, a place where none of those issues will follow us. But the devil who we thought we fled is also here. Back home, the devil did not use the colors of our skin to divide us because we were all on the same skin color. We are all black. So being a black man or being a black person was not an issue until I came to America. But back home, there was this bad image that the devil had used to divide us as well. The devil went using people of the same language, who have the same culture, same skin color. He used the features of their faces, such as a nose, for example. If you had a thin and long nose, and I have a short and wide nose, that was a basis of a, a devilish uh, mindset that destroyed Rwanda and that uh, caused the whole genocide. But today, I am a testimony for some, like someone who has been a witness and have lived and saw the things that happened to Rwanda and are seeing things that are beginning to happen in this country. Um, so I come to you asking myself, where is God through these times? And where is God's uh, eyes are? Where are the God's eyes? Uh, when it's dark, people tend to, to look for solution somewhere else or different places. But the word of God is the truth. Andrew read Psalm 146. And he said, 
Happy are those who have the God of Jacob to help them and who depend on the Lord, uh, uh, the Lord their God. And who depend on the Lord their God. On seven verses, it says, He judges in favor of the oppressed and gives. He judges on the favor of the oppressed. Our God judges in favor of the oppressed. That's the truth. We have been there where God came and intervened for the on behalf of people who were undressed to their humanity. God came and intervened where people were seen as less as human in their own home, in their own country. You've read the stories. In Rwanda, there are only two main uh, group of people, the Tutsis and the Hutus. And the Tutsi were undressed their humanity way before the genocide, and they were seen as less human. Even though there are people who paid the price, but today God intervened. Today, the country of Rwanda is an example of a fixed, if you will, system of those racism, I mean, divisions. Today, uh, coming to you as a black man, it seems uh, as I'm seen as a sin being black. Uh, it is not an easy thing to process. But praise God for he acts on, on in favor of those who are oppressed. As we have read, God does not observe when injustices are being committed. When Scott read in Genesis, God heard the outcry of people who were accusing what was happening in Sodom and Gomorrah. God did not keep the comfort of heaven, but came down to really see what was happening. We read the story, and it shows how God came and, and said, I'm here to... Uh, heal the injustices happening to the people of Sodom and Gomorrah. The outcry of orphans, the oppressed, those are outcries that come before the Lord and they're important enough for God to come down. 
namaraso amenwa kumihanda iki gihugu inzo ni birego bifatika bigerimbere y'Imana the outcry and the blood being shed on the streets here in America those will make God come to act if we look at Sodom and Gomorrah, God came really to see what was happening. But Abraham stood up to pray for Sodom and Gomorrah and begged not to, to be destroyed. Verse 23. Abraham aramwegera aramubaza ati warimburana abakiranutsi nabanyabyaha In Genesis 18 verse 23 it says Abraham approached the Lord and asked Are you really going to destroy the innocent with the guilty Ahari muri umudugudu harimo abakiranutsi 105 waharimbura waharimbura se ukanga kuhareka kuba abakiranutsi 105 bahari if there are 50 innocent people in the city, will you destroy this, uh, the whole city? Won't you spare it? Won't you spare it in order to save the 50? Imani Ravugiti Nimbona Isodoma Abakiranus in Rome with Tano, Barum Dugutu, Zahavari Rabose, Kugabo. And the Lord answered on verse 26 If I find 50 innocent people in Sodom, I will spare the whole city for their sake. Abraham arakomeza yinginga ava kuri 105 kugeza bwo yageze kubandi 10 babakiranutse Abraham pleaded with the Lord until he was asking if only there were 10 righteous people Mugena soma ginkuru When I was reading this story Nasanze isodoma yego hari atuza hari harega I, I found that yes there were these uh, injustices and sins in Sodom Ariko ahanini hari buwe no kubura kwa bangaba But the reason Sodom was destroyed it was the lack of the righteous of righteous Yeah harumubare fatiza imana yagombaga kugenderaho kugira ngo ihasevinge God even was looking for a number a certain number to be able to save Sodom Lero mbigeranyije when I measure that with what's happening here in America, I felt comforted and I felt hope because I knew that if America is not destroyed at this time, there is a reason. When God didn't find 10 righteous people in Sodom, he said, I'm going to save the family of Lot, but I will destroy the, the rest. It's possible that the reason why our country, America, is still standing, it's possible that there are righteous people still standing. It's not because we don't see bloodshed every day. It's not because this hasn't been happening for years and generations. 
hariho abanze guhagara mu murongo w'ikibi but praise the lord for their people standing against the evil aribo mwebwe ubwoko bw'Imana muri ibishanga and that is you the people of god in this land kubera mwebwe urubanza rw'Imana rwarengejwe kino gihugu ugutabara kw'Imana kwamanutse because of you God is sparing America. God is coming to rescue America. And the other question I asked myself is this. If God were to find 10 righteous people in Sodom, what kind of saving or sparing was that about? I do not believe that God would have spared Sodom by saying, Go, because you have ten righteous, you are kept for now. But rather, God was going to change. To change and give justice to the oppressed. And that is what I'm seeing happening now. This is bigger than America itself. You have seen the whole world stand up. All the races are standing together pleading for justice for the oppressed. That is not a work of one person. But rather, that's the rescue that God does, does to his people. So I'm coming and speaking directly to you who the people of God who stood with the oppressed and made all the progress that we have seen. It is not the time to be angry even though we have reasons to be angry. It is not the, the time to be hopeless even though there's things that make us feel hopeless. But rather, it is a time to know what God is doing and stand up and uh, uh, join in. It is a God that acts in favor of the oppressed. We know the sickness that is attacking America. We know the devilish things that happen in America. We all have read on social medias. I've seen you post things. I've posted things myself. There is a work that God is doing. Let us stand. Let us stand and until justice, it, it, we see justice. It is unspeakable to live in a country where you are seen as less of human. When your life depends whether you woke up this morning or you spend the whole day alive. 
bw'ubuzima bwawe buri mu mu maboko y'abantu umuntu yahitamo kuburangiza cyangwa kabukomeza when you think or know that your life is in hand of someone else who may choose to end it or to let it live we have seen we are testifying how we've seen that happen to a country uyu munsi mu Rwanda huzinzibutso zijyanye mu we know in Rwanda you have memorial sites filled of thousands and millions of people who were killed in the same way. Because they were, their humanity was taken away. You have seen the video that went viral. Where a person's knee will just to stay on someone's neck until the life is out of them. That should be condemned and no parents should live to see that. Let's take a moment and think and always imagine the kind of image that these families, our families, are seeing today, or that image, what he left in their head. Ahari, hari ge tuva bili kure kuera ko na wanu tutazi na wanu dafsanya connections ahati. Hari kozadu kozeho. See, you might feel that this is distant. This is someone I don't know. I have no connection with them. Hari ko iwasumusume igitondo kimi muzuki akumakuru. But imagine if one morning you read in the headlines. Ko umu no muzi musenga na. That someone you know, someone who worship with you. And I can even give my own myself as an example because I'm wearing the same skin. Imagine if my life was taken away for whatever the reason, if I was found myself in an ambush or something, what would you say? I know that we always ask ourselves, what can we do then? Imagine if it was one of us. Imagine if it was one of us. You know me, you know my wife, you know my children. Imagine if it was one of us. You know me hopefully as a good parent and you've heard my wife testify of that. But imagine if one day my life was taken away because I'm already condemned because of the color of my skin. Church of God. You are the hope of this nation. I do not see the answer through the politics. Because they have their own agendas. But I see this, the, the, hope, the hope of this nation is in, is in the hands of the believers of the church. 
and the majority, Abera. a majority made of white people, do not stand aside and observe. It's possible that the spirits of division and racism be moved out of a country. The Rwanda is a testimony. It's possible that you can eliminate racism. In Rwanda, the change came when the guns were used. But that is not what we want to see in America. I believe the change will come through a voice. We stand up and we speak and take the corrupt, corrupt people out of the leadership. God bless each and everyone who stood and fought for injustices and saw where people were given back their humanity. It is the time of the Lord. Let us stand. What? The thing you need to know is that whether you stand and work with God, God will still do his work. And he would uh, uh, intervene. In Rwanda, the change happened not because the Tutsi became majority. Oh yeah. No. 14%. The, the Tutsi side was still for about 14% and still is. And the, the Hutu people still make up the majority being about 85%, but the change has come. So the change would come if we decide to stand up and act as the body of Christ. But if we don't, God will still intervene. I was blessed by the song that the worship team put together. Don't be afraid. Don't let go. Our God is coming to help us, to rescue us. I bless the Lord that he has come and that, look, we are even in the season of electing our new leaders and I know that God would work through the body of Christ. May God bless each and everyone who's going to make the right step to bring about change in America. God bless you and may God keep you. Let us pray. Dear Lord, bless you for the, the word you've given us this morning. Bless you for you, you always bring justice to the oppressed. 
and we believe that this is the time you're coming to spare America as well. The spirit of racism that's given a seat in this land, we pray that it ends in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. We pray that you give back the humanity, the people whom you created in your image. The killing happening in our communities, we ask that you come and intervene in the name of Jesus Christ. Show us what to do and how to do it. We are ready as the body of Christ. We are just seeking you to help us and guide us on what to do in this moment. Thank you, Lord, for we will come. We hope to come to you with testimonies of being a generation of change. Glory be yours in Jesus Christ. Amen.